Welcome back to another exciting adventure and $2 creature feature, an actual play Monster of the Week podcast with Q-Times. I'm your host and keeper, Mr. Ray, and with us today is my same usual cast. I am same usual Laura, she, her, playing different and unusual Tammy Jo Marple, also she, her, who uses the monstrous playbook. Um, uh. Megan, uh, she, her, playing uh, Zelda Wardwell, also she, her. The flake that this ghost keeps coming at her, plus, like, she's trying to trust these other people, but maybe she's trusting the wrong people. Maybe she should be more paranoid than she is, and she's already pretty paranoid. We shall see. And the person who's super trustworthy, obviously, I hope this is the first episode you're ever listening of us, because that's, yeah, that's great, uh, I'm Nye, I'm playing Eric, we both use he, him, and he's a crooked. Now, I know that sounds bad, because I just say I'm really trustworthy, but would someone that's trying to trick you say to your face that you can trust them? I don't think so, because that'd be lying, and a, and a, and a trustworthy person wouldn't do that. See? Wheels within wheels. Point set match. <laughs> now you know how Eric became debate champion. Uh, as they would say, uh, Eric's got a mind like a bag of wet cats. Yeah. Oh, oh God. Who, oh, oh, no. oh, no. I don't know. I heard it on an X-Men cartoon one time, and I was like, okay, that's a thing, I guess. We gotta save those cats. Well, Eric was the one that put them in the bag. <laughs> wow! Uh, you'd be amazed how many people want bags of wet cats for some reason. I'm losing the thread as I continue. Yeah. Oh, no. So our last episode was a bit of a you know social kind of chill wave. It was almost a beach episode. We'll we'll get one. But Zelda had a really lovely talk with Richard Rockwell. Kind of smooth things over. Richard told her that he was keen on the the spooky stuff happening in town but just didn't know how to act but offered to help her out in any kind of way that he could mostly in research tammy joe had a very lovely dinner with her nephew where she offered to help him out and get him a job but not before meeting up with drake daily again and drake Mm -hmm. demanded their phone back with all of the information and tammy's patron kind of chimed into her head and told her just kill drake like like solve all the problems. That's definitely not going to create any more problems. No, that's not. That's not going to happen. Merger no. solves everything. That's going to get yeah. clipped, and I'm not. And then I, I'm never going to be able to run for public office. Oh well, the shame and the tragedy. <laughs> so, and Tammy had a very uh, curt conversation with her patron, basically saying this deal might not be working out as well for me as I thought. And not so many words. Mm-hmm. So stressful. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Awkward conversation. Eric got a little background information on the other hunters from the PI that he hired. Quote unquote hired. As trustworthy people do. <laughs> yes. But he also found out Herschel's got some blackmail on Tammy. And he met with Varen, who told him that Mr. Sparks was coming. And that he wanted Zelda Wardwell. And that they were going to meet at a motel outside of town. Now this, this was going to be exciting. Up to this point, the thief had been doing busy work. A body here, a vault there, but this, this was something fun. 
He left when it was still dark, the edges of morning just peeking over the trees. The van squealed and bucked as he turned the key, but eventually the engine turned over, drowning out the crickets, but not quite covering the early morning bird song. He hated the birds. Leaning out the window of the van, he lined up a shot with a shiny new revolver and picked one out. A soft-looking warbler, the splash of yellow running down its back. He pulled the trigger and watched the creature explode into a cloud of feathers and gristle with an acrid crack. He admired the revolver, so efficient, and so little of it had changed since his day. The van had been a process. He'd spent the early weeks learning how to move his body in just the right way to shift the clutch, getting used to the feeling of the soft polyester seats. It was uncomfortable, even now. He felt stiff and unnatural, but the revolver fit so cleanly in his hand that it felt like an extension, not of his hand, but of his power. It meant control. The drive to the motel wasn't long, maybe half an hour or 45 minutes. It was nestled in a strip of motels, an urban camouflage of similarity. The thief checked the phone he'd been given, another thing that had taken some getting used to. But there was nothing new. Less text from his master just sat there, staring. Wait there for further instructions. The thief could wait. He found a quiet spot across the road, in the parking lot of a little southern-style drinking hole, and watched the lot of the hometown motel unblinking, waiting. He could wait, waiting, waiting. He could wait, he could. That bar caught his attention. It was amazing how things had changed, how overt it was. The thief started as something wet his hand and he realized he'd been drooling at the tear in his bottom lip, another thing to fix. He glanced at the motel. Nothing. Silence. What was one drink? The inside of the bar was virtually empty, populated with holdovers of late nights and the odd couple looking for a cheap breakfast. The thief crawled onto a stool and raised a finger at the barkeep. Whiskey. The barkeep, a blonde woman in her forties, wandered over. She looked him up and down. A little early, she said. Maybe a Bloody Mary? Whiskey, the thief growled. She obliged, pouring him a cup and sliding it down the bar, keeping her distance. The thief knocked it back in a single swallow, only a little leaking out the holes in his lips. Something gurgled from deep inside him, like water finding its way through the blackened caves. Oh, yes. That was right. That was what he needed. One more, he said. You want to open a tab or something? Said the bartender, suddenly taking note of his disheveled overcoat and scarf. He turned his eyes on her and smiled, lazily letting his gums fall away from his teeth. She paled. Are you... do you need... What the hell is wrong with you? The thief lifted the empty glass and wiggled it between his fingers, still smiling. I'm out of drink. The bartender looked at the drink and back up at the thief, like she'd forgotten the purpose and function of a drinking glass in that moment. Then, shakily, 
She picked up a bottle of whiskey and slid it down the bar towards him before backing towards the kitchen. The bottle tipped as it slid, threatening to topple and shatter, but the thief snatched it off the bar before it could do either. He raised the bottle towards the barkeep and then took a long drink. Shit, the phone, his mission. He pulled it out, checking the message. Now! Shit! He'd missed the shot. Dashing outside, saw the fancy black rental car parked at the motel's lot, empty. His target, gone. The thief ground his teeth over his tongue, hands white-knuckled on the phone, enraged. He was going to have to wait, move the car, then wait. Couldn't risk that naughty blonde barkeep calling someone. But that was alright. He took a swig of the whiskey bottle. He could wait. He could. Tammy Joe, you are headed on your way to a meeting at Harrington Court. It's a new housing edition ah, yes. that you've been trying for for quite a while to get your hands on. And you've been combating Chelsea Gooderizer. Naturally. So you and Chelsea Gooderizer have a meeting with Peter Harrington, the heir of the Harrington fortune and you know, staple of the community. Would your assistant be with you? No, I think Tammy Jo feels like coming into this meeting um, just on her own shows a certain level of uh, confidence that will be helpful here. Okay. And I think Tammy Jo makes sure to be how early for the meeting? About like 12 minutes early for the meeting. Okay. Yeah. So Tammy Jo pulls in. Uh, what kind of car does she drive? Just out of curiosity. It's the that seafoam green sort of small SUV. And I think it does still have a dent in the side of it from where she was thrown into it. So she like parks in such a way that the the dent is not going to be easily visible to anybody walking by. Okay. So when you get there, there is a wine red Mercedes already parked there and waiting. And probably because Tammy Joe's car is taller, you can already see in there, Chelsea's sitting in there waiting and she's on her phone, like texting away. Okay. Or you would assume she's texting away. Are she and Peter Harrington already talking or is she like in a waiting room? No, she's sitting in her car waiting. Oh. So the building that you're at is sort of like the main office. Okay. That some housing communities have like right at the edge of where yeah. it's supposed to expand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And like you can see there's already construction crews out and constructing these houses. Okay. All right. Yeah. Tammy Jo Parks gives her lipstick another coat and steps out and walks confidently towards the door. She does. She does not look again at towards Chelsea's car. OK. Chelsea definitely like takes notice of Tammy Jo. And once you get there, she makes sure to get out of the car and start heading in. She's wearing a very vibrantly red suit and blouse. And Tammy Jo has also worn a suit today, but she's not. Chelsea is a little bit of a tryhard in Tammy's view. And the thing with like driving the Mercedes, wearing like a red power suit is just the most cliched. I am woman. I've been practicing like my power poses in the bathroom before coming. Tammy Jo just she she just comes by it naturally. So she is wearing a suit, but it's just it's just charcoal gray. And she's got a little scarf in a pink floral print tied around her neck for a little splash of color. A little bit more of a of a bold lipstick than than usual. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I think as, if she sees Chelsea like getting out of the car before Tammy Joe is actually 
into the building, she will um, sort of turn and give a give a little friendly friendly wave and head on in. Exactly, exactly, exactly the thing Megan just did that you cannot see. <laughs> oh, I think she gives the same friendly wave. <laughs> yes. Walks on in and is there like a receptionist or anything? Yeah. Inside? Yeah. I think the receptionist is is there. She's an older native woman. Her hair okay. is, is kind of peppered and she smiles to see you both. And she's like, if you wouldn't mind taking a seat, Mr. Harrington will be with you all shortly. Okay. Tammy Joe has made it a point to look this woman up on Facebook before the meeting. Oh, okay. That's great. I totally have a name for her. <laughs> Man, she loves quiches. I don't know. I don't know what people do on Facebook. <laughs> Her name is Kim White. Kim Kim White. Okay. D- Tammy Joe has not held the door for Chelsea, so. Oh, I think Chelsea got there first. Oh. If Tammy Joe wants to power walk and like beat her inside, that's fine. No, 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 no. That shows weakness. <laughs> Chelsea's already already walking in. Then Tammy Joe is actually going to take her time. All right. She she's she's actually she's actually almost going to dawdle. A little bit then she'll let she'll let Chelsea get in, get in a little bit and and just, you know, let her let her sit and sweat. And Tammy Joe's going to walk in like, you know, just a couple minutes later, having having maybe 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 she feigns getting a phone call and like stands in the parking lot to to have the phone call for a minute. So then yeah, she walks in a few minutes later and walks in and greets Kim first. Good morning, Miss White. Nice good to morning. see you. It's very good to see you as well. I hope I I apologize for being early. I certainly don't mean to to rush Mr. Harrington. Oh, Chelsea, you're already here. How nice to see you. Oh, very nice to see you. Uh, the early bird gets the worm, as they say. Oh, is it? Huh. Um, so, Miss White, I was wondering, um, I don't want to uh, impose too much on either your time or or Peter's today. Um, I would, however, love if we could maybe go ahead and set up a look at the model home. I just, you know, I'd, my schedule fills up pretty quickly and I would hate to have to put that off any longer than necessary, but that is going to, you know, I just want to see that as soon as we can so I can start thinking about, about strategies for, for marketing when the time comes. Oh yes. I will pass that message along and see if we can schedule something. All right. Thank you so much. Do you have my card already? Here, let me, let me. I do. Oh, all right. Well, wonderful. We will talk about that later on then. And I, I think she just sort of tries using what she has discovered on Facebook about does Kim have any kids or grandkids? Yeah, I think she has two kids, but like most of her pictures are with her and the grandkids. OK, OK. And Tammy Joe goes, oh, my goodness, I cannot believe how big they are getting. I um, <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's, it's a little bit it's a little bit much because like she she and Kim don't like they are not friends. Mm-hmm. Like this whole like hey, I can't believe how big they are. It's like Tammy Joe has never she she does not know these children, but mm-hmm. she's just like keeping up the like constant sort of constant patter and like trying to kind of build semi artificially a rapport with this woman and basically just like not letting Chelsea have a chance to get a word in. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. You know, little William is doing really well, really taking after the musical side of things. You know, starting to do some stuff with with the drums. You know, Jack is Jack is doing well. You know, he's he's in JV next year. So we're really excited and proud of that. Oh, that is delightful. What what team is he playing on? Is it, is it like a local? Is it like the local youth? Youth oh, League? Oh, junior varsity. So he's with uh, Jupiter Hollow Junior High. Oh, that is right. I need to, I do need to follow up with them. The coach had reached out about, about a sponsorship and I have been meaning to call him back for two weeks now. Let me just make a note right now to, to do that before I forget again today. And Tammy Joe ty- types a note. Oh, that would be lovely. Wait, so their initials are J-H-J-H? Uh-huh. God, <laughs> fucking Jupiter Hollow Junior High, Jesus. <laughs> My, oh my Gideon. So I think unless there's something else you want to do, you wait about five minutes. There's that awkward tension between you and Chelsea sitting there waiting. And then out of the door steps a man who's probably in his late 50s. He's a bit rotund. His face is is really red. You know, short hair that he's kind of, you know, balding. He's got a receding hairline. And he's wearing like a gray tannish suit with a pink shirt. And uh, yeah, he smiles when he sees you and he's like, Tammy, Joe, Chelsea, uh, why don't you come on back in? Thank you, Peter. So good to see you again. Good to see y'all too. Tammy, Joe, this time actually sort of steps back and like motions for Chelsea to go first. Chelsea's like, oh, thank you. And she walks in like not even seeing, you know, the, the power move of it. <laughs> she's so, she is she is remarkably naive in some ways for someone who, who thinks she's so good at the game. I think she's always used to being, you know, number one and being the first one in and, you know, followed by adoring masses and all that jazz. <laughs> she she definitely was cheer captain in high school. Oh, of course. Of course she was. Which, you know, not that there's anything wrong with that. It, show, it requires a great deal of commitment and people skills and physical prowess. Mm-hmm. So nothing wrong with that at all. You're, you're so nice to her. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, you step into Peter Harrington's office and the first thing that really jumps out to you is a lot of animal heads on the wall. Peter oh is a, OK. Peter is a bit of a sportsman. All right. All right. Tammy Joe immediately looks for like whatever the most whatever, like the largest or most exotic trophy is. Jack Crabbit. That's He's not a very good hunter. <laughs> not, not even a jackalope, just, just, yeah, act, yeah, just a rabbit. Like, you're like, oh, God, a salmon head. Oh, that, that's just a fox. Oh, boy. <laughs> I was going to say, I think, yeah, I think there are two different options for you. There is a marlin mounted over his desk, and then there is a zebra skin rug. Oh, on the ground. fuck that guy. I mean, he was already a piece of shit. <laughs> fuck him. Anyone who keeps dead things as trophies is just fucking weird and evil. All right. Mm. I think Tammy Joe's not quite sure how to bond over the zebra. Um, so she... <laughs> I think I think that one even throws her a little bit. So, yeah, she she looks, looks up at the marlin and goes... <gasps> Oh my goodness, Peter, that is magnificent. Was that was that here last time we met? I feel like I should have noticed that. Is that a recent acquisition? It is. You have a really good eye, Tammy Joe. 
Uh, yeah, oh. I I actually uh, went on a fishing trip with, uh, you know, my youngest and, uh, you know, it was it was a slow day. But, uh, you know, then that one just practically jumped on my hook and uh, oh, it was it was a fight. It, it gave me a fight. I must have been going at it for at least an hour, but I eventually wrestled it in. Uh, isn't that always the way you know you think you you wait and wait and you think the day is gonna be a bust and then patience just always pays off doesn't it 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 certainly does well i i i am gonna have to ask you to do give me the, the contact information for for your guide for that trip because i have been i have just been meaning to really get away and relax a little bit and it's it's been years since I've tried my hand at fishing but I used to be I used to be pretty good at um landing landing a thing or two and Tammy Joe gives him like a tiny bit of a wink but I'm sorry I'm I am just wasting too much of your time or I don't want to waste any more of Chelsea's time how about we get down to business yeah let's do that um and Chelsea's like yeah and then sometime you have to tell me the story about how you got this wonderful rug <laughs> and he's like oh i look forward to it so down to brass tacks i'm really looking for to move these houses uh you know we've been having some success you know with with the signage and getting people to know but you know i'm just my biggest concern right now is to spend all this time and effort you know putting up these houses and building them and doing all this construction and it nobody wants to move in them you know I mean, they're very nice houses, but I don't want to have to sell and just take the, the, the lowest bottom dollar. You understand? Oh, I don't think there is any risk of that. You are doing just exactly what you need to do. And now it's time to do what we do best, isn't it, Chelsea? Absolutely. And with my clientele list, I can guarantee you're going to make a very healthy profit. I do like profit. <laughs> Money is very nice. Uh, I definitely got to admit that. And, you know, I got a family to take care of, you know, make sure that they're 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 well taken care of and, you know, have a little little seed money just oh, to help well, them along. Of course, of course. And I think I do think, you know, that's really what it's all going to come down to, isn't it? Is family. You are looking out for the the interest in taking care of your family, and that's just what everybody wants. And I think, you know, when it really comes right down to it, in many ways, family and, and home are really synonymous, aren't they? So we just need people to, to be thinking, you know, family means home, and home means... Tammy Joe hasn't forgotten, but Laura has forgotten the name of this development. And, uh, and Harrington home, Court. And home means Harrington Court. I I definitely like the sentiment to that. And much more, much more than than just home, it's tradition, it's legacy. I mean, wouldn't you say? You can't say Jupiter Hollow without thinking of the Harringtons and all the sacrifices your family has put in to make sure that this town is what it is. This beautiful shining example on the East Coast of what what the best life can be. And you can see Harrington is, is very, very glad to hear this. You can see a smile on his mm, face. Okay. Okay. This is like this like legacy legacy best life thing is kind of that's working for him. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. 
All right. All right. He's that kind of person. All right. I mean, probably should have guessed from like, you know, the dead animals, but seeing that Tammy Joe is going to. Hmm. I feel like she needs to pivot a little bit. Hearing that this like legacy sort of prestige heritage realm is is really resonating with Peter Harrington. Tammy Joe's gonna like sort of move back into listening and mm-hmm. absorbing mode rather than like putting her own case forward mode. Um, because we're not we're not coming out of this meeting with a signed deal today. This is like preliminary. So she's going to let Chelsea like kind of, you know, kill kill herself trying basically. And Tammy Joe's Mm going to like just file stuff away for a later, more intimate conversation. Yeah. And I think the rest of the meeting kind of goes on. um, I, I don't really know what real estate meeting developments look like uh, i'm gonna assume that he's gonna be like talking over like a lot of like the main points and like you know what the houses are gonna look like it's it's probably a lot of cookie cutter homes real estate real okay. estate real estate real estate real estate real estate real estate profits <laughs> real estate <laughs> Marlon. random random but problematic hunting trip fact <laughs> So, Eric. Yes. You get a phone call. Ooh. Hello. Hello there. It's your old pal, Mr. Graves. Oh, uh, hi. Hi, Mr. Graves. I uh, wanted to inform you. Mr. Sparks touched down this morning. Now, while he's getting settled in from the lag, I want you to begin organizing our plan. You need to meet with us with Miss Wardwell in tow at the Hometown Motel at 8 p.m. Do not be late. And the line goes dead. <sighs> well, come this far now. A lot of mistakes. What's one more? Okay. So, how to dupe? Both of them. Okay, got it. Got a good plan. Okay. So, first, he's going to phone Tammy Joe. All right. Yeah, Tammy Joe, you've just left your meeting. You're, like, probably just now getting into your car. Okay. And, sorry, what what day of the week is it? Dealer's choice. I guess it would have to be Monday, because we just had... Yeah, okay. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I uh, Tammy Joe waits until she is in her car and, you know, windows rolled up before picking up the phone. Pick up, 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 pick up. Hey, I'd be picked up. Good. Hi, it's Eric. Do you know what? Did you know it was me? It was not difficult to tell. OK, cool. So, yeah, I need help with something. Can you help me tonight with something? Well, I I, I suppose it depends on what it is. What is it that you need help with? Okay, so there is this... How should I put this? Uh, monster problem. Let's go with that. Uh, which, I think it's bullshit, all right? I didn't do anything to that guy. He, he was the one who bought the out-of-date Eye of Newt. I just, you know, happened to supply it. But... 
he's saying that I need to meet him at the fairground tonight at 8 p.m. sharp. And that's code for he's going to kick my ass. So would it be okay if you came and made sure my ass does not get kicked? I'll pay you in exposure. Do you want to roll manipulate someone? Yes, I will have to roll manipulate someone. <laughs> All right. For, before you tell me what you rolled, because I think Tim is going to add something and I think it might affect affect uh, how, how how exactly you want to manipulate. I, just, I mean, I think her, because her first reaction is, Eric, if you've got a magical components problem, that really sounds to me like more of a Zelda department than a Tammy <laughs> Joe department. Have you talked to Zelda yet about this? Tammy Joe, my problem may be related to magic, but my ass getting kicked is very much related to my ass getting kicked. And I need it to not get kicked. And I'm going to just be straight with you. If it's a one-to-one -one fight, you're always going to cream Zelda. That's just a given. I need I need your strong, you know, energy to protect my weak, feeble energy. There, I said it. Huh. You made me admit that I'm not strong, okay? I hope you're happy. I need you to protect me because we're friends. All right. Now, what, what did what did you roll? Because that's very convincing to Tim. <laughs> Damn. I rolled a ten. Okay, so yep. on a ten plus, yeah, yeah. If you do it, then you get experience and you take plus one forward. So on your next roll, you get. You should trust plus me. One. I'm getting the experience Sweet. and a plus one. Ignore everything else. Tammy Joe, Tammy Joe don't know what that means, but the the thought. I mean, exp <laughs> when you put it that way, Eric, you you do have a, a a pretty it's a pretty good argument. Um, I am a little concerned when you say you're going to pay me an exposure. I I do I I I I thought it has been clear, but perhaps not. Exposure here is really the last thing I want you to help me with. Um, I'm pretty good at getting public attention of the sort that I want on my own and the sort that you can give me, forgive me, is really not going to help me much. In fact, it's probably going to do the opposite. So what I'd really like to ask of you here is um, is non-exposure. Non I, I, I would like to ask for as, as much... Um, uh, as as much subtlety and confidentiality as as possible, and I think we're probably aligned on that. Considering that it sounds to me like you may have been engaged in a bad deal and are about to get your ass kicked, and I don't think you want any of those things to come out in the public. Okay, I like the way that you talk. Deal. <laughs> okay, so um, don't. Whatever you do is really important. Don't tell Zelda because even though I've admitted that I'm a complete wuss to you, I need to somehow. I need to keep some kind of credibility. And and if Zelda thinks I can take someone in a fight, then that's good. Um, <laughs> that almost feels like a separate manipulate someone to me. <laughs> yeah, if you would like, go ahead oh, and roll a second manipulate someone. That's a different. <laughs> that is less convincing. <laughs> I got an eight. So I've now got to convince you why. Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, I have, to, I have to say, I. On a seven to nine, if you do it, you get experience. If not, you don't get the experience. You want that experience. 
I mean, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But don't. um, I'm trying to think if there's like anything Eric can say that would that would win Tammy Joe over on that particular point more. He could lie some more. (sighs) (laughs) Obviously, you don't know. I mean, I feel feel like that's. I feel like that's a given. It's just like, what is the lie? Yeah, (laughs) specifically. (laughs) Zelda seems. Well, I'm getting the impression she's a little bit sensitive and a little bit insecure. Like my first reaction was, this sounds like an an occult situation that you've gotten yourself into, which is very much her territory. And I, I, my only concern is I think she might be, um, she just might be a little bit hurt to be left out of it. That's all. So while I do agree, if it's, if, you know, the the primary crisis here is the um, incipient ass kicking of yourself, you know, it might be wise for us to just bring Zelda along as well as additional backup. And, and so that you know, we don't have to smooth things over later with her. If, if, if there's something you something additional you can do to like convince Tammy Joe that that is not a concern, then she may, she she will probably accept this. Look, Tammy, I'm on level here. All right. <laughs> when you work in the business that I do, okay, your ability to defend yourself, your ability to protect what's important to you, is more than any amount of money any amount of 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 anything if you can prove to someone that you can fight by yourself for yourself that's worth its weight in gold so this is a lot for me to admit to someone that i can't protect myself okay i can't do it with two people i can only do it with one i chose the lesser of two evils on this day that totally works for Tammy Joe. <laughs> because she does she has like such a big like soft spot for 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 I mean like like Jack Jackson and like her other her other nieces and nephews so just like like basically younger younger guy saying basically like I I need help and I'm being vulnerable and you're who I'm coming to. Yeah. Totally works yeah. for her. He's a, yeah. It's 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 he's really good at manipulating people. Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. All right. Well, I'm one away from leveling up, so Yay. Man, I should lie to you guys more often. Okay, so remember, at the fairgrounds, eight o'clock sharp, uh Protect me from getting my ass kicked. I'll be there. You d- bring pointy shoes for kicking. Well, I, I I will I will bring them because I do always keep a, a pair of pumps in my car. But for purposes of ass kicking, I am going to wear my flats. Okay, fair enough. That's fair enough. I'll, I'll let you go with the ass kicking fashion, just as they're about to hang up. Eric, yeah. You do owe me one after this. Tammy Joe, you help me with this and I'll owe you three. It's a deal. Perfect. See you at eight. Bye-bye. Clink. Okay. Whew. God, I hope she dies. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow.
Hey y'all, it's producer Sam. I just want to cut in here to say you can follow us on social media. $2 Creature Feature is on Twitter, it is on Facebook, and it is on Patreon at $2 Creature, which is the number two, the word dollar, and the word creature. We want to thank everyone so much for the support we've been getting in the last couple of episodes. Our downloads have been ridiculous. So if you are some of the people that have just hopped on board, or you're a longtime fan, thank you so much for the support. We really, really appreciate it. This show is obviously reaching a, a, a lot more people now than it was at its start, and that is so heartwarming to be able to see. It really validates all of the work that the cast does, all of the work that Ray does, and uh, all the work that I do behind the scenes. If you want to support us a little bit more financially, like I said, we do have a Patreon which is patreon.com slash $2creature. That Patreon has a bunch of exclusive content. That includes special episodes, including the Session Zero for Season 2, and a little series that Ray and I are calling Director's Cut, which features the two of us talking about how we came up with the various mysteries and, you know, maybe some behind-the-scenes details about what is to come for the players. So if you're interested in hearing any of that, you can go on to Patreon. Anything you can give honestly means the world. If that is a dollar, if that is two dollars, if that is five dollars, ten. Honestly, anything that you are, are capable of giving at this point means the world to us and helps make this podcast even better. We spend all of the money that we get reinvesting back into equipment, back into uh, sound and into paying the people who are a part of this and hopefully at some point into, um, you know, some some additional stuff for the future. So your money is directly supporting the show. That being said, if you can't afford to donate, I totally get it. I have been there. Don't feel bad that you can't support us financially. You can, of course, still spread the word. That is free, <laughs> and it is super, super helpful in getting more people on board to the show and making sure that, uh, yeah, that, that the content that you enjoy finds a home in um, other people's audio feeds as well as uh, yours. Good morning, afternoon, nighttime, or no time. I'm your host, Sebastian Strange. And this is Somewhere Public Radio. Max was traveling in time and basically fell out. Mercurial, reckless, and very, fuck it, I'll do it myself. She's gonna know that I am not time-wise from here, walking around with this Y-hander. Max has a really elaborate pocket watch. Which the city council is gonna use to spy on you and control your time movements. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> Claire Claremont, with her vacant eyes and her violent smile and her very sallow skin. <laughs> what would it be like if you had someone come back from the dead and be Gwyneth Paltrow? I have a womb simulator. Oh. I don't like that. <laughs> Occasionally on windy nights, I still get flashbacks to my time as a vassal. Eat the heart, Claire. <sighs> Duncan Oliver investigative, friendly, a little flirty. Mm. He works at the radio station WSOM, Radio Somewhere. This story deserves to be covered. I agree. We should get our best reporters on it. And Duncan kind of looks around. Sebastian looks around. Oh. 
citizens of somewhere, this is a emergency broadcast update. It is advised that everyone please stay off the street. The city council, praise be. The screaming fuck. Oh, shit. I don't even refer to them by name. I don't want to give them that kind of power. The flayed beyond, which oh. is generally pretty oh, bad. Oh, no, it sounds horrible. Bus is sentient. Bus is alive. Bus is forever. A leviathan of steel and tinted glass. Run! Run! Season 2 of Monster Hour premieres June 14th. With a hunter like Eric, I don't really need to do much of my job at all. I just... Sake and the gas junkie thing, like we don't, we don't need monsters in this yeah. game. Like, like it could literally just be the three. The call is coming from inside the house, <laughs> and, I, and it's Eric holding the phone. It's Eric. Hey, hey, I'm trying to use your shower, and I don't know how does the hot water work. <laughs> oh God! Oh no! I don't have. You're in the other apartment. <laughs> I, I don't even have a sink. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he's gonna kind of think about what he's gonna say. Bring, 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 bring. Pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up. Oh, bring, bring, okay. pick up, uh, pick up. I know you're holding the phone. Pick up. Okay, I've got to deal with this. Okay, <sighs> my head's gonna hurt. Uh, hey, hey, Eric. Hey, Zelda. Hey, hey, hey. Cool. Okay, cool. I I need help with something. Oh, it's uh, it's a real shame. Uh, I hope I hope. You handle that real well. Thanks for letting uh, me no, know, no, though. No, 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 okay, no, 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 don't hug up, don't hug up, don't hug up. Yeah. Look. I'm going to confide in you. I know. Scary. Okay? But I'm in trouble. Okay? I mean, that tracks. Yeah. I, um... I made a bad deal with a guy. And he, he has magical powers. Okay. And I'm scared what's going to happen to me if he uh, gets at me with those magical powers. And I really need your help because your presence is really going to keep me safe. Because you're you're good at the magic. And you know, you know. All right, that I think that's all true. It is. Why would I lie? Oh, your your voice went up. Wait, no, but I, it's because I'm panicking, no. Zelda. This is big for me. I've uh, never okay. confided to anyone oh. that I can't protect myself. I, That's a lie. Okay, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, like, okay, so here's the deal, like you like you don't have 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 to lie. Um, I could try to help, but I, you know, I can't fight. No, it's not so, fighting. Like, it's, why why it's, am I necessary for this? Because if I get cursed. He's very good at curses. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you can uncurse me, right? Just... Question mark? Oh, um... No. Oh. Can you... I mean, do you just want a witness? You know what? Yeah, actually, a witness would be fantastic. Yeah. I would like you to witness me to make sure I don't get hurt. Uh, I, I feel like, you know, okay. Hey, Eric. Okay, here's just a question. This is going to seem unconnected. Okay, yeah. Have you ever, like, felt you were about to get a headache? Like, you've been skating the edge, like, for hours, but it never happens, but you're wondering why it isn't, because you know it's coming. Uh, no, no. I'm super chill and mellow all the time, except right now. 
That is also true. Yeah. He, he I mean, genuinely believes he doesn't have any stresses or worries. Yeah. No, that, that tracks for her. She's like, yeah, no, when you don't care, you don't get stressed out. Look, I I couldn't I couldn't ask Tammy to help me with this specific issue because I I just I don't trust her. I'm afraid of her, of what she could do. And if I told her that I'm vulnerable, I'm worried that she would take advantage of that. Oh, I mean, I respect Tammy, but I'm also terrified with Tammy. See, and yeah. if you would make if, if if you would make a deal with her, I feel like that'd be very bad yeah, for you. Exactly. So you're trying to not make a deal with Tammy right yeah. now. Yeah, I don't want to make a deal with Tammy. I, yeah, yeah, you shouldn't. Yeah. So if It'd you, be a real like sincerely, like if you called me and said I just made a deal with Tammy, I'd be incredibly terrified for you. Really? Oh, that's so sweet. I mean, yeah, I think everyone has the possibility to not suck. Yeah, I I think so too. Even you, Eric. Oh. Okay. You know what? Okay. Okay, no, you don't have to, like, do the Eric convincing anymore. Oh, okay. I'm going to take a chance. Oh, okay. I'm going to take a chance. Um, Because I believe in redemption. And someone has to make the first move. So I guess that's what a hero does. You have made my day. You do. No, don't say that, okay. Eric. No, Eric. I don't. I don't want to hear any of this. Okay. I. I don't want to hear any of this, Eric. I'm gonna help you, and you're gonna behave like a human. Okay. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. I get that. Yeah. Okay. okay. So this next part is gonna sound dodgy. Uh, I promise you, it isn't. Oh We're gonna have to meet at mm. a motel. It's not what you think. Okay. I, you have no idea what I think it is. There's no dead body. Okay, yeah, that's basically what I thought. Okay, good, yeah. It's my thoughts exactly. Yeah, okay. Yeah, where would you hide the dead okay. body? In a motel, obviously. In a motel. Yeah, yeah exactly. no, okay, yeah, so you get it. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, see, see, we get we get shit. Yeah. Uh, it's eight, 8 o'clock sharp, but we should probably get there for like half 7, you know, just to be on the safe uh, side. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I'm going to witness you maybe get cursed, and this is what you want. I mean, I, I, I just like the moral support. I'm going to ask you one thing, and I need you to be honest with me, okay? Sure. Yeah, sure. Okay. Of course, yeah. All right. What What's about to happen? Is Is this what you want? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Um I can understand that. Okay. All right. I'll be I'll I'll be there. Just text me the address. Oh yeah, sure. Boop, 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 boop. Okay. All right, I'm getting another message. Oh, it's you. Yeah, yeah, it's me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um make sure you don't I'll, bring I'll anyone with you though, okay? Cuz I don't want them to get cursed what? as well. I I I don't have anyone else. Eric. Oh, so. I'm sorry to hear that. Are you? Yes. That's a sad okay. thing. This is. I'm capable of it, understanding it, it, sad things, Zelda. Maybe. Okay. Okay. I, I'll see. I'll, I'll see. I'll see you before eight. Okay. Yeah. All right. And she just like looks at the phone for a second and thinks real, real hard, and she hangs up. 
Yes, one more time. Wow. Just... I just realized I didn't have either one of you. I didn't have Eric roll manipulate on Zelda. So well, no, Zelda just accepted. Like yeah, Zelda just yeah. accepted. So uh, kudos. <sighs> it's a very Zelda thing to do. It's just, yeah. It's just it's just one more job. It's just one more mistake. It's one more mistake, and it'll be all over, and you can run away. One more mistake. All right, yeah, you can do this. You can do this, Eric. You can do All this. All right, does in, anybody want to do anything before we kick off the 8 o'clock meeting? Well, Zelda does the full her full carryout, <laughs> which is shotgun stashed in the back. She's got her throwing <laughs> knives in a long sweater. She's got her, her Wardwell brass knuckles under fingerless gloves. <laughs> nice, nice. Amazing. Uh yeah. Just, just like pre- preparation montage is all around. Oh, oh yeah. That's like that, that, that's a lot of nights. Just like, all right, just just gotta be ready. You're going bowling. I know. I like the idea that Zelda's doing this and Eric's like, oh man, uh okay, I got my nine millimeter. I'll take a baseball bat, I guess. <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah. Uh, I'll take this big kitchen knife and just like <laughs> Oh god. <laughs> It's dull, so it hurts more. And meanwhile, Tammy Joe's like montage is like her just like touching up her makeup and just. Yeah. <laughs> T- Tammy Joe is going because she, she, she knows who you know whoever they are meeting here. Um, Erica said this was like a customer of magical things. It sounds like uh-huh. so. So she is aware there might be somebody here who has some kind of spell casting her powers so she is going to enchant a weapon before she leaves okay roll use magic oh nice that is a 12 all right so it goes off without a glitch yeah so i am i am choosing the effect enchant a weapon it gets plus one harm and the magic tag and she's she's enchanting her nine millimeter okay okay after you do the spell you get a text message oh okay it's from jackson and it says hey auntie um i'm at the wharf you know at the uh, abandoned amusement park uh-huh oh this is a text <laughs> yeah this is text sorry <laughs> yeah sorry she, she, she's talking aloud to herself as she reads it can you come get me what time is it now it's about seven forty-five. oh how long does it take to get to the airgrounds from Tammy's house and are the fairgrounds and the wharf in any way in the right direction in the same direction the fairgrounds are on the wharf kind of like I think it's Coney Island or um like Bob's Burger where they have the big amusement park on the yeah that's that's how I know it like better than anything it's, I was gonna it's go like a Bob's Burger thing yeah. yeah yeah it's like Wonder <laughs> Wharf exactly just just that level of like broken down and skeezy too yeah okay <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> anyway here's Wonder Wharf <laughs> wow but yeah um they're in the same place as far as like how far it is for you to drive there um i'm gonna leave that up to you like um i i don't know exactly where 14 minutes and 59 seconds if it's (laughs) exactly um yeah i think timmy joe's she's she's in a small older residential neighborhood i think so still still like very much within sort of like the traditional 
town limits, not out into like subdivision territory mm-hmm. yet. So yeah, I mean, driving, it's probably, it's probably about 10 minutes. I think she's like literally getting ready to get in the car. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, she's, she's going to like, I think, call, just like as she's getting into the car and starting to drive, she calls Jackson back rather than texting because this is just going to save time. Okay. Uh, yeah. Hey. Hey, it's glad to hear from you. Hey there. Um, I, I, and <laughs> engine noise and background. Hey there, honey. I just saw your text. I am actually on my way over, th- over that direction right now, but I am, um, I'm kind of doing a favor for a friend and I'm going to have hold to on. hang. I, I can't, I can't really hear you. Can you speak up? Oh, sure. I'm, I'm coming. I'm, I'm driving over to the fairground right now, but it's part of I, a- I still I still can't hear you. Oh, that's probably because this is my voicemail. Go ahead and leave me a message. <laughs> it goes, and it goes beep. Yeah. <laughs> Jackson, I have told you a hundred times that, that is well, it was funny the first time, but you know, after about the sixth time I've fallen for it, it ceases to be funny. <laughs> And anyway, I did get your message. I'm driving over there right now, but it's a little bit tricky because I'm running an errand for a friend. Um, call me back when you get this. Bye. And Tammy Joe, it, it annoys. She, she's definitely she's got her phone definitely like hooked up to her Bluetooth. Mm-hmm. Um, so she she <laughs> end, end call. Uh, <laughs> um. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm really pleased with myself on that one. <laughs> yeah. No, be I, pleased. Be I pleased. hate it. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Siri, open new text. Text Jackson. Hi, Jackson. Comma. It's it's Aunt Tammy. Period. I got your message. Period. I am actually on my way over to fairgrounds right now come up but i am doing an errand for a friend and it's um a little bit hard to to pick you up can you maybe just go wait uh for me by the concession stands and comma and i will um i'll be back over there well i should shouldn't be any longer than than half an hour an hour or so um but um you know if you hear anything um well uh just anything odd at all um or see anything strange uh comma um you just go on into the concession stand comma and wait there until i come and pick you up period all right comma love you exclamation point uh love comma aunt tammy send text yeah and i think probably just before you pull into the wharf you get a text back that says hey Got lost in a haunted house ride uh, <laughs> on a bet with some friends. <laughs> really scared. Come get me ASAP. <laughs> oh, it's okay. I'm this cool dude. It's all good. Man, he. Oh, yeah. Jackson. Oh, boy. Aww. Oh, God. I'm worried about this kid. I'm very worried. Yeah. He's fine. He's fine. What, what, fine. What, what time is it now? Uh, I'd say it's it's at it's eight he's p.m. Sure, he's a big boy. This is what Eric's telling you in your head. Mm-hmm. Save him, please. 
<laughs> Where precisely did Eric tell Tammy to meet him or to like wait and like wait and watch? That's a good question. Uh, I don't think Eric did. Nope. He just said, go to the uh, wharf, like the amusement park there. But honestly, I don't think it's going to matter. I don't think he would have said. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I know Eric's not there, but Tammy, he probably would have said something like, "Wait by the entrance." Like, if we need to retcon it, he would have just given a really generic, like, "Hey, a big landmark, the Ferris wheel," like just something really obvious that you couldn't miss. Okay. All right. Tammy Jo hears her phone read that text aloud to her, sighs heavily, and is going to call Eric. <laughs> Does Eric pick up? Wait, wait. Yeah, let's go ahead and switch over to Eric <laughs> and Zelda. You all have armed up, and did you drive together or did you drive separately? Um, Would Zelda let Eric I feel like in her car? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel like she's probably, it's probably separately. Uh, I, my, my thought process is she's got like that tingle, like something's weird i don't know what it is though and she's trying to like give eric the benefit of the doubt but like she's doing her normal thing which is kind of like all right well then i keep i keep it to myself i have my own vehicle to get in and get out i have my carry i have all my stuff so she's kind of in a particular mode so i think she would travel by herself okay yeah and eric would have traveled by himself as well and by okay. himself not like got someone to give him a lift like he got there on his own yeah because did you take that improvement where you get a car? No. Okay. I haven't got that yet. I'm literally one away from experience, and then I could take it, which was the plan. I'm so close. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, can you both give me an act under pressure roll? Of course. And I just want to see, of course, like for terms of who would get there first. Fuck. My cool isn't that good. Uh, seven. Uh, that is a twelve. Okay, Eric. <laughs> of course. You're the f first one to get there, and you see a black rental car with tinted windows parked in front of motel room 13. What's one more mistake? What's one more mistake? Okay. Okay. He's gonna... How much time does he think he has between Zelda getting here? This is him saying that not, like, I'm not asking you, Ray. No, just trust, just fuck, 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 fuck. Okay, no, fuck it. Just fuck. Okay, let's just do this. And he'll wait for Zelda. Okay. Zelda, as you're pulling in, you notice across the street a large white panel van. It doesn't have any markers or anything on it. Right. I don't I don't like white vans though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's got sweeties in it, though. Okay. It's not in the, the bar parking lot. So there's the motel. That's kind of just like a single like strip there. On It's got rooms on the front side and the back side. The front side, it goes to 12. And then on the back side, it goes like 13 to 24. This is probably parked near like a fast food place. Ah. Like Tennessee fried chicken or something like that. Super <laughs> <laughs> Howell can't afford a Kentucky fried chicken. Yeah. Yeah. It's the Major's Fried Chicken. Oh, it's the Admiral's Fried <laughs> Chicken. But why would they have fried chicken at sea? I don't know. It's extra oniony. 
Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's the Oklahoma. Yep. It's the it's the admiral from Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We are famous I, for I our like admirals, you. oddly enough. There's like even a sign in the window that says "Ask us about franchising." Nobody is called. Mm-hmm. Nobody's called. Okay. I I feel like even before seeing this nondescript white van. As Zelda's pull up, she's probably going to read a bad situation because this already is a bad situation. Mm-hmm. Like even yeah. the setups already. And it, it's a motel and it's Eric. Mm-hmm. So I think she's trying her best to like, OK, let me just see what my what my my instincts are telling me. OK. Uh, Wait, actually, wait, what do I get? That's OK. That just gets me to seven. OK. On a seven to nine, you hold one. Oh God. Okay. So her, her, literally her thought is what's the biggest threat? Yeah. I think the white panel van does like stick out to you, but like as you're pulling in, like you see on the, the backside uh, in front of room number 13 is a black car with tinted windows and like Eric's out there and you're like, <laughs> okay, so this is definitely where the danger is. Like, okay. you just like okay. something, like hairs on the back of your neck bristle up. She'll she'll park not right next to any of that, a, a, a little away because she wants to walk up to approach. And here's her thought process because she doesn't know exactly the danger, but she doesn't like this car that's really close to where Eric is. Mm-hmm. What would she have to do to get one of her knives kind of in the wheel? The wheel like, of the car. Yeah. She wants to see if she can like maybe slowly deflate one of the tires just in case. It's, just she'd feel safer if this vehicle couldn't make a fast getaway for some reason. Hmm. Are you wanting to do it stealthily or are you wanting to. Does she see anyone else besides Eric there? No. Yeah. It's just Eric. But again, yeah. this is parked in front of the yeah. room, but like the windows, like the curtains drawn. Right. And I mean, it's on the backside, so I think like your biggest yeah. concern would be like cameras, maybe. Right. Uh, you know what? She'll she'll won't worry about stealth because she's like, if this is trouble, it's already trouble. Uh huh. And they can't stop me once I've stabbed a tire. Yeah. Yeah. So this is where her thought process is. She's like, you know what? Uh, you know, if this ends up being something else, I'll I'll just pay for the tire. I mean, I don't make a lot of money. But I'd rather be I, this is something I'd rather be wrong on than right on is where her thought. Pro, yeah. OK, go ahead and roll act under pressure. And I just I'm doing this more to see like because to to puncture a, a car tire is surprisingly yeah. difficult. Oh, OK. Uh, that is eight. An eight. You definitely puncture it, but your knife gets stuck in it. So like you okay. stick it in and like because they're they're threaded with metal so oh yeah yeah. your knife just kind of gets stuck in there it's definitely deflating like you can hear the hiss and eric you see zelda just walk up and kind of almost in a badass move like pull out a knife and just stab it into this tire and the wheel deflates and the car just slumps okay okay eric don't worry um i've already either fixed something or made it worse (laughs) right okay okay so where what i one moment this is i think it might be someone i know and he answers the phone hello and he walks over a little bit hello it's tammy joe 
Hey, Eric. Hi. I know, I, I know we are supposed to, I know we are supposed to meet right now. Um, I just, there's a situation with my nephew as oh, well. No. Um, how, um, how about I just swing, but I don't want to leave you alone. How about I can I just swing by, pick you up? We are just gonna go pick up Jackson real quick. Um, he's in the he's on the haunted house. I think I can, it's fine. I can get him. Wait, he's in the haunted house I'm too. Just gonna, uh, yeah, well, that's what he told me. Oh shit! That must be what all that noise is. I'm outside the haunted house. All that no. Oh god, is he screaming again? Yeah, he seems a bit freaked out. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he doesn't do well with. I mean, that's a ten business, for the manipulate someone. <laughs> only roll well when he's being an yes. asshole. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah, no. I I came round here, and uh, I I mean, the haunted house is really like it's a big landmark kind of thing. Like it's really hard to miss. And I was standing there, and I hear someone going, "Help! Help! I'm lost!" Oh man, I wish my auntie was here. And I was like, oh man, that's weird. I don't know who that is. But now the dots are connecting. Yeah, just come round. We can look for him together before the guy shows up. We can maybe hide in the haunted house and then see if he actually shows up or if he was just bluffing. Not so sure about that part of the plan, but um all right. Oh god, poor kid. It really he he get, you know, he, he has trouble with these enclosed spaces and then he he gets panicky and he gets so embarrassed about it later. I just hate it. Um, all right. I, I'm gonna swing right by. Um, just meet me right out front and we'll um we'll go in and find him and then we'll deal with whatever this is. Yeah, I'm just outside the haunted house. Is. Don't worry. Just go into the park. It's left, right, left, okay? All right, all right. I'll see you there in a minute. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. And he's going to go over to Zelda and be like, oh, I was Tammy Joe, but I, I fed her just the, a tiny white lie. Just a tiny one oh, so that she doesn't know what's going on here. Why? Oh. It, it, be, it was, I, we could, it, she might be able to help. But. No, 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 no. It was, it was something that related to her. And I was like, ah, oh, man, I can't really get involved because we've got this thing to deal with. So I was like, you know. But it's okay. I, hand on heart. Hand on heart, I'm sure she's going to, at the very least, solve one of her problems. I don't know about the second one. I'm just saying that real estate are, she's pretty good. The other one, I can't remember her name. Both Nye and Eric does not rem- remember the other person's <laughs> name. But, Chelsea? Yeah, yeah, her. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay, 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 Eric, just, just, just one second. And, and, and Zelda picks up the phone and all she does is she basically um, sends that address that Eric sent her to Tammy. No message or anything. Just that. Huh. But then she's like, okay, Eric, let's do this. All right. I, um, Zelda's such a smart cookie. <laughs> Zelda, I have something to ask you before we go and start investigating. Okay, but like, yeah, we should get this. St- I. It'll I, be super quick. I mean, quick. here's the thing. I don't want to... S- the curse is going to be super quick? No, I just need to ask you something. Oh, okay. So, like, you keep going on about this, like, hero business. Uh, yeah. Wh- wh- what's that about? I don't get it. Like, why? About the world's a shitty place. What? Like, why, why do you give a shit if you save anyone? Because they'll just stab you in the back, so... Uh. And and she like closes her eyes, and it's almost like she's remembering something that she's heard a lot, and she is almost reciting it. She's like, "We 
try to be heroes. We try to help people because if you have the ability to help and you don't help, that's as bad as causing harm. If you were given the ability, if you have the 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 gifts, some people have gifts, Eric, and if if you have gifts and you don't use them to help, what's the difference between being a monster yourself? Okay, don't worry. That that's cleared up some issues as I'm having, but it's good to know. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good to know. Uh, okay. Um, I don't think that you know what. That's okay. It took me a couple times too. I mean, I was a child, but it's okay. Maybe I've planted a seed. No, I. And he puts it. <laughs> he puts. He kind of hover hands on Zelda's shoulder. Look. All I'm gonna say is there are bad people in the world. So from my perspective, why be good when all it takes is one bad guy to be bad? Mistakes happen. And sometimes you got to make them. Or you could not make those mistakes. And you could choose not to make those mistakes. Because you always have a choice, Eric. She'll put her, her, her hand on his shoulder. You always have a choice. That's the one thing I know. Even if you don't hero the same way as other people do. It's always your choice. She'll look him right in the eye. Okay. And now we're clear. Okay. You go first through the door. Because it Is that what you want? Yes, I would like you to do that. This is the only thing okay. I'm ever gonna ask you to do. Just go through the door first. Okay. And she'll well, she'll knock. Come in. And she'll turn back one last time and look at Eric. And she'll turn around and she'll open the door and she'll go in. Eric will follow. Inside, you see a room almost like a normal hotel room, except there is a man sitting in a chair looking at the door as if he's been waiting. The man, to describe him, is blonde with uh, sharp angular features with piercing blue eyes. He has a scratchy, unshaven face. He tends to favor a nondescript black suit, but with no tie. Instead, the color is open, and dangling from his neck is a piece of amber that looks kind of like a crescent-shaped W. On his fingers are several jewel rings, with designs denoting origins from around the world. He smiles whenever he sees Zelda, and he says, Miss Warwell, I've been expecting you. She recognizes him? You probably wouldn't recognize him just by seeing him. As soon as the door closes, Eric pulls out his sidearm and presses it against Zelda's back at the back of her head. What's one more mistake, eh? And he cocks it. <laughs> Tammy Joe, Eric's just told you that he's at the haunted house and he can hear somebody screaming inside. So T Tammy Joe is driving towards the haunted house and as she's driving, her phone dings again with Zelda's text message, which yeah. was just the address of the motel. I don't think I don't think that address to Tammy, that address does not automatically mean anything to Tammy Joe. Um, but it does seem odd. Um, Zelda Zelda's texts are 
that they are sometimes cryptic, but they're usually wordy and cryptic, not like <laughs> terse and no context cryptic. Mm-hmm. So this is a little bit concerning. Tammy Joe, as she's driving, would would like to read a bad situation. All right, go ahead. Tammy Joe does have a minus one to sharp, by the way. Uh, it's well, okay. Does she still have? It's fine. She does have a plus d- one. Okay, right, right. Okay, so that helps anyway. It does not help enough. It's a five. All right, go ahead and mark experience. Unless you want to use luck. I think I do. I think I. I think I want to. I think I want to use. I think this is a moment for to use Tammy Joe's first luck point. Alrighty, yeah, go ahead and spend luck, and you can hold three. All right. <laughs> All right. I mean, I mean, yeah. Really, what she, what she wants to know here is: Are there any da- dangers we haven't noticed? I think you pull up to this haunted house, and you don't see Eric anywhere. What you do see. And you may not have noticed because you've been in your car the whole time. It's the only ride that is on in the park. Huh? Like there, there are some like, like kind of string lights or like Christmas lights that are hanging up. Those are on to give it kind of an ambiance. And there's like a fog, like rolling in from the, um, from the sea. But like, this is the only ride that's on and it's got, like big, bright, and flashing, like purple and orange, and it's called the Hell House. And you know, you hear <laughs> and all the kind of stuff like that. Yep. Okay. All right. So as far as she knows, right now there are there are three three people potentially in in trouble. Eric has explained what his trouble is. Jackson has explained what his trouble is, and then Zelda. She doesn't really know what's what's up there it could could be a problem or it could be nothing so what's the biggest threat hmm just going off of what you know eric is in trouble with somebody and they're supposed to be here at the amusement park and you know that jackson has been making a lot of noise so you can probably come to either one of two conclusions either jackson somehow met eric and made some sort of deal with him for something more than he wanted and that's why Eric's afraid that he's going to get his ass kicked. Or Jackson is making a lot of noise in a very obvious place. And it could attract somebody who has ill will to Eric. All right. All right. Then I, then I think the next one has to be what's the best way to protect the victims. Probably the best way to protect the victims is to get Jackson out of here. Okay. I think Tammy Joe. So, so none of this has given Tammy Joe at all an idea that what Zelda has texted her means that Zelda's in any kind of trouble. No. So this is what so this is what Tammy Joe does. All, all she knows is this is an address. And she's mm-hmm. a real estate agent. Zelda knows she's a real estate agent. So what Tammy Joe does is she parks her car sort of off to the side a little bit where it's not super obvious if whoever this, you know, person, Jason Eric, um, is shows up. And as she's getting out of the car and you know, gearing up with her her usual things. As she walks towards the haunted house, she's going to place a, a quick phone call to Leslie. Hello. Hey, Leslie, I'm sorry to bother you. Um, I just got a, I just got what may be a, a tip on a property we might want to look at. Um, someone just texted me the address. I don't know what the address of the motel is. Oh, yeah, you just, yeah. 
yeah, two, 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 24 Jupiter Avenue. My friend Zelda, I think I've mentioned Zelda. She just texted me that out of the blue. I'm a little bit in the middle of something right now. Um, Jackson has gotten himself into, into trouble again. It looks like, um, you know, how he's oh, got no. that, pa- that panic kind of thing. And I think he's trapped in the haunted house. So I'm just here dealing with that. It shouldn't be very long, but, um, but you know, uh, if you could just maybe, uh, look into that, that address, see if that's something we might want to look into and give me a call back. I'd appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. I can do that. Uh, thanks. All right. Thank you. All right. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. And they'll hang up. Okay. <laughs> T- Tammy Joe is going to march up to the main entrance of the haunted house. Is there, is there anybody there? Like, I mean, it's only ride there. Is anybody like there sort of taking tickets? Mm-mm. Nope. There's mm-hmm. nobody there. And it's, it's not a, like a traditional art ride. Like it's nothing on a rail. Like it's okay. something you, you literally walk through. There's lots of black right. light and like hanging, like decorations and stuff like that. Okay. All right. I feel like Tammy Joe probably has been through this haunted house. She probably has. Yeah, she probably has. There, there was like last for Halloween last year, there was like a fundraiser mm-hmm. kind of thing for, um, uh, for the local ASPCA and she, she went to make an appearance at that. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, haunted, haunted home for the holidays for our homeless pets. For the holidays. For the holidays. Yes. It didn't do very well. Yeah. She tried to get them to hire her to help with marketing as well, but they couldn't afford her. Such is life. Yeah. Yeah. She's not going to go away for free. She's, she's going to walk right in. Yeah. You walk in and like you're walking down like this creepy hallway. It's it's kind of really well done. The pictures like move as you like walk past them. They look like they're haunted, but really it's basically like they put a tablet and then they like frame the tablet. And so there's a little scene like going on, but like the pictures are moving and and all of that. And you turn a corner and it's a dark corner and you can't really see as you like walk down the hallway. And then once you get past, like, you know, you're you're just just really close to the wall. The front part of a bus is there and it's lights like like gleam on and like honk and scare the crap out of everybody. Mm-hmm. Then you turn another corner and, you know, there's like spooky, like monster faces and mask and like there's one that like pops down from the ceiling and then like crawls back up, quote unquote crawls. <laughs> it's animatronic and it's it's not a great one. Yeah, the the, bu- the bus thing does kind of get Tammy. That kind of gets her every time. The, the monster, she just kind of rolls her eyes at. Yeah. But then you start like going down further into it and... Usually in this ride, or you would remember from October, there was, it was almost like a a quote unquote, like mad scientist lab kind of thing. And they were doing like a, uh, a Frankenstein spoof, but you walk into this room and it's got this kind of, um, seafoam green light and you see it's a dunking booth and sitting in the dunking booth is Jackson and he is tied up. Oh, no. Beside it, you see a man with a shaved or bird head with a real stubbly beard and a black leather jacket. And he sees you and goes, hello there. Tammy Joe, I take it. I've been wanting to talk to you. Zelda, Eric has 
pulled this pistol and pointed it at the back of your head and cocked it. The man sitting in the chair holds up a hand and says, Now is that any way to talk to our guest? Eric's just silent. Miss Wardwell, would you uh, mind taking a seat? I don't think I have a choice. <laughs> you catch on very quick. You must be a lot smarter than the rest of your family. No, no, my family. She'll sit. Oh, has Eric not introduced me? No. <laughs> it's a lot I, he hasn't said. Well, that's not a surprise. Uh, uh, Eric's a bit of a coward. My name is Mr. Sparks. And you instantly recognize the name. Oh, yes, I've, I've heard of you. I'm sure you have. See, I'm Eric's employer. He tried to get out, but he made the mistake of stealing from me. And it's something I really don't appreciate. Yeah, he takes things sometimes, doesn't he? <laughs> well, yes, that's what brought him into my employ. I was quite... Happy to have his talents, until he decided to use them on me. But enough about that. I wanted to talk to you and just see what you were about. Perhaps seeing if you were different from your family. Uh, this isn't a very polite way to have a conversation. If you really just want to have a conversation. Of course, I know. But I'm not a very polite person. No. You're not. So, I have come to enlist your assistance. And, well... <laughs> to, to be honest, I'm going to uh, stick it to your family as well. I hope you know this isn't personal. I've never met you. But your family has it coming. Well, then, that sounds incredibly personal. No, it's personal between me and them. You, I mean, you're just guilty by association. Guilt by being, as it were. No, 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 no. Uh, one thing happens to Wardwells. It, ha it happens to all the Wardwells, okay? So, don't treat me like I'm not a part of my family. And whatever is going to happen, let, let's just do it. Because whatever it is, I I'm not going to help you. And if... Eric is going to do this, then why don't you just do it, Eric? Because I'm done. I, 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 gave, I, gave, I gave a chance, which I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have. But I like to try anyway, because I, I do like to think that sometimes there is a little light in the darkness. But sometimes that light in the darkness is just a muzzle flash, apparently. So let's do this. Did you mean that? About the hero stuff. I, I, it's the thing I mean the most, Eric. So if that's the last thing I say, then yeah, being a hero is real because it's a choice. And about making the decisions and the mistakes. Did you mean that too? It's all, it's all, it's all true, Eric. I've, I've seen it. I've seen it. <sighs> Yep. Yep. 
and he's going to take the spellbook out and he's going to drop it on Zelda's lap and he's going to banish her to where Tammy Jo is and he's using luck with the book. <gasps> you're you're not even going to roll? No, he's using luck. <laughs> okay. The book oh my goes God. with uh, Zelda. I think you you do this. I think you, I think Mr. Sp- well, you've you've really got me stumbling. Mr. Sparks hears you <laughs> saying this, and he's getting up from his chair just in time for you to drop the book into Zelda's lap. And before she can react, or even Mr. Sparks, she's gone. And Mr. Sparks' eyes are wide, and then he turns to you with extreme fury. What's one more mistake, eh? And next time on $2 Creature Feature. today that the the folks on the other side of my living room wall in that apartment are expecting a baby very soon Fun. so yeah which i mean delightful um but I'm also my them, background no- but- yeah my background noise situation is about to get worse <laughs> yeah. tammy's getting a baby my- <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> i have an answer <laughs> did, I mean, did, maybe that's season maybe that's did, season three <laughs> Did you did you get to all Terry's Zelda? Terry's been did, the boss baby the whole time. Oh god, that's oh terrifying. my god. Uh, uh, that would be a twist. I was about to say it's like one of Zelda's students come in and goes, "Hi, hi, professor. Can you hold this baby?" And so I was like, "Ah, ah, oh no, it happens like several times an episode yeah. every episode." Yeah. Hey, hey, Tammy, I got another one. <laughs> yeah, they're not even in my department. It's just all the parents who have yeah. very small children just give them to me now. Uh, it's it's concerning. just it's real weird. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a word of mouth thing, right? Like like Zelda, you know, once someone hears that Zelda is good with babies. Oh, no. I need to find out who started that rumor right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's oh. another another Twitter account pops up. There's like the shit, shit Professor Wardwell says. And then like babies Professor Wardwell holds. Oh no! That's just like just like an entire feed feed of like like pictures of like Zelda looking looking like discombobulated oh. while holding a crying baby. I was just saying, yeah, Zelda's holding a baby, and she's got the most terrified look on her face. Uh, <laughs> what do you know, baby? Tell me your secrets. Oh, oh, Professor, don't shake the baby. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, sorry, okay. Uh, okay. Oh, then you look like you. Oh no, they left. Oh, oh no. yeah, this is this is definitely going to be what's put at like the end of the. Uh, <laughs> <episode>. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>